If you look up the word immaculate in the dictionary, you'll find definitions like these. Having no stain or blemish, pure, undefiled, having or containing no flaw or error, spotlessly clean, correct or perfect in every way. For our Blessed Mother Mary, being immaculate was an experience. For you and for me, being immaculate is an expectation. And that's the difference between Mary and us in a nutshell. Mary's immaculateness began to be experienced at the moment she was conceived in the womb of her mother, St. Anne, which is the event we commemorate on this Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Remember, the Immaculate Conception does not refer to the virginal conception of Jesus in the womb of Mary, which is what many people mistakenly believe. The event that led to Jesus' conception is called the Annunciation. You heard that in today's Gospel. The Immaculate Conception prepared Mary for the Annunciation and for everything that came afterward in her life. But the Immaculate Conception itself refers to Mary's conception in the womb of her mother. Here's how Pope Pius IX defined the dogma officially. He said, The Blessed Virgin Mary, from the first moment of her conception, by a singular grace and privilege of Almighty God, and in view of the merits of Jesus Christ, Savior of the human race, was preserved free from every stain of original sin. But Mary's immaculateness did not stop there. It continued throughout her life and into eternity. She said yes to God at every moment of her life and consequently never sinned. As the angel Gabriel said in today's Gospel, she was full of grace. And so all those definitions of immaculate that I shared a few minutes ago apply to Mary's entire life, spiritually speaking. She had no stain or blemish on her soul. She was pure and undefiled and without flaw and spotless and morally perfect. Now, this is something that we can understand intellectually. We can understand with our minds that Mary was born without original sin and free from sin throughout her entire life. But that's as far as we can go. Because we do not have an experience of immaculateness in our lives, in our earthly lives, that is comparable to Mary's. The closest we come to it is at the moment of our baptism, when original sin is taken away and we receive the gift of sanctifying grace into our soul. But even then, even after we're baptized, we still all have to deal with what's called concupiscence, which remains in us even after original sin is taken away. Mary never had to deal with concupiscence because she never contracted original sin in the first place. And what's concupiscence? Very simply, concupiscence is the inclination to sin. The inclination to sin that we all experience every single day of our lives. It's what St. John was alluding to when he wrote about the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. 
It's what St. Paul was getting at when he spoke of the flesh rebelling against the spirit. Concupiscence is what got Matt Lauer and Al Franken and Harvey Weinstein into trouble recently. It's concupiscence. Concupiscence is what makes it so easy for us to lie and to cheat and to steal and to swear and to hold grudges and to make excuses for our sins. This is why I said at the beginning of my homily that our Blessed Mother, being immaculate, is an experience. It's the spiritual condition she lived in and continues to live in. But for us, it's something different. For us, being immaculate is an expectation. That is to say, it's something that we look forward to in faith. We will not be immaculate in the sense that Mary was immaculate until we get to heaven and are finally purified of every sin and every sinful desire. In a sense, that's the bad news. But the good news is we can grow closer to that goal right now in this life if we make our relationship with Jesus Christ our number one priority and repent of our sins often. Yet another reason to go to confession on a regular basis. The collect, the opening prayer of today's Mass said it perfectly, and I'll leave you with this thought. That opening prayer made reference both to Mary's experience of being immaculate and our expectation of being made so. We heard these words a few moments ago. O oh God, who by the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin prepared a worthy dwelling for your Son, grant that through her intercession we too may be cleansed and admitted to your presence. So let our prayer today simply be, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us that our expectation of becoming immaculate like you will someday be fulfilled. Amen.